Welcome to the Five O'Clock Shadow brought to you by shanet.co.za and tonight populated by Greg Davies, Chief Trader at Kratos Capital. Greg, before we talk about the markets, let me give you the markets as I see them. Banks up 1.1% on the JSC today. Financials down slightly. Industrial shares up one and two thirds percent. Resources up 1.1%. Gold shares up a bit. Platinums were up, what's that, 0.5%. The all share itself around about a 1% gainer to 51,895. And a really good chunky volume day. 24.6 billion was the value of stocks traded on our local market, the dollar rand. Yeah, Rand's still under a bit of pressure, but that's a dollar story, I think, with the uh, Fed chair talking tonight. He may say some things. 13.95, the dollar Rand. Euro Rand 15.73, British pound against the Rand 17.82, Euro dollar 112.75. I think that's a 2018 high for the dollar. Gold price down a couple to 12.13, platinum down 10 to 8.21 dollars an ounce. The oil price just above $60 a barrel, 60.02, that's down 98 cents. The Dow Jones as we closed, or just after we closed, down 0.6%, and the FTSE down a third of a percent. Dow Jones, sorry, up 0.6%. I'm being anticipatory here. Greg, the big story of the day, the property sector. Please go on. It's been really dramatic. Yeah, out of the blue today, we haven't heard much from those fellows from Barcelona. I think they... Based out of uh, Canada or somewhere, but um, they put put out a tweet today at about eleven o'clock with Epi Rock Castle, part of the Resilient Group, and the subject line was more horsing around in the stable, and so sort of, I mean, it's very in depth. I have to go home and study it tonight. But the share price reacting negatively. Um, the share down fourteen percent, finished at ninety nine rand fourteen, but um, the whole group really suffered. Um, a resilience, which is the parents, um, not as not as badly, but um, Fortress B, which is another part to, to the to the company. All, all of those stocks lower today. Resilient down four percent. Fortress B down six point seven percent. So, company has come out and 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 repudiated the report. And Viceroy have come out with you know repudiation of that. So, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Okay, so repudiations um, left, right and centre, but no smoke without fire. And as I was saying to another commentator earlier today, after the news came out, I think when there was another report, I think it was on Capitec, which uh, came from the desk of Viceroy, what happened was that the market participants punished the share price and then they said, wait a second, what's going on here? And then they bought it straight up again and up we go to new record highs. This time... It's stuck, and okay, it's only the first day, and people are going to go through it tonight like you will and come back, and never mind repudiations. It looks to me as though this might stick, this one. Yeah, the market. And I mean, I mean we just had the story back a month or two, and the institutional shareholders of all of that group of companies got together and sort of sent an open letter saying to the to directors saying, there are some questions about dealings at your company. We would prefer that you do your own investigation, or get outside experts to, and, and give us a, an opinion, which was later turned down by the company. So, you know, Resilient was the one which was sort of first attacked by a company called 361, local hedge fund managers. Um, and so the, the, the group itself was under siege from, from, from these short-selling guys, and uh, Viceroy seemed to join the party. 
Mm. So what do we do here? I mean, I suppose if you're a long-term investor, probably the best thing to do is just wait and see because this could be another Steinhoff where this is a pack of cards and it could go to virtually nothing while the vultures pick over the bones of the carcass of what has just happened. But on the other hand, maybe there's value there. It's a very, very difficult sort of strategy to work out here. Yeah, the interesting thing with property stocks is obviously they own property and um, those properties have got a value. And yes, you might find some accounting irregularities and things which weren't you know, as clearly defined in, in annual reports and so on. But I think what analysts will very cleverly do is go and look at where that net asset value um, really is um, and, and, and sort of get down to the bottom of, of, of where, where would one start buying. I mean, the share price fallen 14%. It might be a buying opportunity. And as you pointed out, the Capitec situation with Vashra proved uh, incorrectly, and they seem to have walked walked away uh, from that particular battle. Yes, indeed. So maybe, Greg, what you should be doing is over Christmas, instead of going down to Clifton 3 in your Speedos, maybe go off to Romania and start looking at a few shopping centres. Yeah, there's quite a, quite a thing, quite a place, I believe. Um, lots to see and do in that side of the world. But it might be a bit chilly this time of year. Yes, yes, Transylvania and all that. Uh, Greg, what else happened today? Naspers being one of the feature stocks. There was also Imperial and I think Netcare bounced back. But anyway, Naspers, the big story. 48 hours' time, we're going to get the results. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's just a juggernaut. Um, up, up another 100 odd rand today, up 3.7%. So 2,894 rand. And it really has been a different different count to the last. Most of, of November has been a in a good month too to to nice pass and as you say three o'clock tomorrow afternoon we'll have we'll have uh, numbers from them and then we can take it from there but at the moment still tracking 10 cents which was up i think two percent in hong kong this morning so that that was where a lot of our gains in the market came from we were 850 points up at the opening bell this morning finishing 540 up so maybe um those property counters dragging the markets a little bit negative but Generally, a good day. Nice volume on the JSE, 24.6 billion. Yeah, indeed. We've got Jay Powell, the chairman of the US Federal Reserve, appointed by Mr. Trump, and now Mr. Trump hates him. And he said in a tweet, I can't find anything good to say about him. And he was installed by Mr. Trump, which is quite extraordinary. Another story that I heard from a Washington Post interview, which was published today. (laughs) The interview was conducted with Mr. Trump in the Oval Office. President Trump said that he was going to consider putting Janet Yellen in the chair for another term, but he didn't think that somebody who's only five foot three was really up to the job. Now, he's a heightist, obviously. He's got, thing, he's got a thing about size, Greg. He really does. They're very confusing. And I mean, we're going to look back at this period in history when, when, when Trump was in power. And uh, it just just mind-boggling statements coming out of the ground. There are things to admire there. I mean, he just really doesn't care what anybody thinks. We haven't had a leader like that for a while. But yeah, yeah, that's what we need. Someone who doesn't care what comes out of his mouth, being the leader of the world. Yeah, that's really what we need. Very admirable, Greg. Can't believe you well, just he, said that. Well, my view is he can't be controlled by anybody, and that's what we we haven't had from a leader for, for quite some time. But I mean, just going on on the Trump point there. Um, there is the G20, which is happening on uh, starts on Friday, mm-hmm. and the market is pinning its hopes uh, that the, um, the Chinese and the U.S. delegation will sit down and and come to some sort of agreement on trade. And I think that's one of the reasons why the markets were a little bit firmer today, a feeling in the air that is a bit more optimistic. 
Greg Davies, thank you very much for your time. You'll be back tomorrow with me for the opening, which is also brought to you by sharenet.co.za. That was the five o'clock shadow.